This is Leslie Boomer, and this is the Grow the Bench Weekly Short, and today my conversation partner is Neil Glatt. Good morning, Neil, and welcome back on this May day to to record for a June launch date. So how's it going? It's going well. How are you? Great. I'm loving May, but looking forward to June. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... I feel like there's a lot of relevant um, subject matter, but what's top of mind for you today? Well, I, well, this is we're coming up on like the half year point of the year. Yeah. So crazy. Ha- yeah, half is a significant uh, milestone for me in anything. Um, halfway through is like, okay, we made some really good progress here. I can see that we can. I, I know that we'll see the finish line at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, what is my next half going to look like? Do I have energy? Am I recreating? Am I improving? Am I changing? Am I pivoting? What am I going to do for the second half of whatever project I'm in now when it's a real significant project? And and on an annual basis, I'm thinking I'm halfway through the year. What did I want to do on New Year's Eve? And or my annual strategic planning last fall or this past spring, and how am I making that progress? Yeah, it is. it really can be quite startling at this point of the year to see either to the positive where you're at or, man, I've kind of been missing the mark. Sure. Yeah. Or even sometimes you have a really strong start, and so your overall progress looks pretty on track. Mm-hmm. But when you dive into the details, you see it's lots of peaks and valleys of performance. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, you know, having had a little preview on your blog, I liked the way you talked about the fact that there's little things. They're just little things that occur that can bump you off kind of a trajectory toward a particular goal. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, my philosophy is different on achieving your goals and being successful than okay. what I've heard every motivational person ever say. Right? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, every other person who's going to talk about this uh, on a on a big scale is going to say you have the power within you, right? You just have to figure out how to unlock that motivation. Okay. Yeah. Very and, non-specific. Well, I mean, hey, <laughs> a lot of people love it and it works for them. And look, there's a lot of truth to that, right? Like sure. you can definitely do more than maybe you think you can. Um, but I've also found that there's other issues that crop up and it's not just you haven't figured out how to access this limited power somewhere inside of you and I did or they did, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And, and so what I've observed is uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there and, and there's a lot of times in my life where I'm cruising towards a goal that's really important and then I don't hit it or something changes and it's like, well, now I feel like I'm settling or now I feel like I'm not accomplishing what I set out to do. And so what I've learned from a goal setting perspective and from a general well-being perspective is you know, the ability to perform is, yeah, depending on discovering core motivation, but also really understanding what's going to come up that gets in the way. Yes, absolutely. Because it can be it can be big things that are quite obvious, but it can also be little niggly things that just kind of knock you off your pace. Yeah. 
and and um you know i think the reason why people get so upset is because they're they're deeply motivated to achieve it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right they just didn't figure out in advance that oh I'm not going to have my career success because I really wanted to show up for my kids' baseball games. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or I really wanted to um, participate in, uh, you know, this charity or in this community. Or, you know what? I'm having some physical issue that I didn't plan or anticipate. Yep. And, and now um, I can't do this. And what I learned from... Um, training for three marathons is you're going to get hurt right so to, to set up <laughs> to set the plan up there uh-huh. and assume that you're going to follow that plan because you're like oh i'm doing so great i can i can back off a little bit and then you're going to get yeah. hurt and i feel like it's the same thing in life right like hey you're going to get sick somebody's going to have an issue yes in your family that you want to be there for right oh for sure and, and so, I don't know, maybe it's a cynical way to look at life, but uh, when you start to think about your health and your age and your situation, and then you start to make plans around your career and your family and your social and financial, like if you just budget in for, there's probably going to be an issue. Then you're, per- then you're not thrown off when it happens. Yeah. And if it doesn't. Great. 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 But there's really, you know, you're talking about, you know, your specific family, your kids, but as people get more into the age range that you're not quite there yet, but I mean, you parents, there are just, there are things that can come up that really can change your priorities, at least short term. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, And so I I think, you know, it's just um, your ability to forecast that is really what's going to enable your success more than tapping into this uh, endure through it mentality. Okay, but let's just say you've kind of gotten to this halfway point. There's got to be a way to kind of reassess and replan or set some different priorities and goals. What what are you thinking in regard to that? Uh, always right mm-hmm. um right so so resets bring you back to the norm they do um and the second half of a year is a reset which means two things one if, if it's not going well there's time to change right um mm-hmm. today matters the game is happening 2023 is not over you can still get back to where you want to be maybe you have to really perform well if your first half of the year wasn't ideal on on mm-hmm. progress but there's plenty of time to make a change. All right. The other, the flip side of that though is resets bring us back to the norm. So if you've had a really awesome first year, uh, there's a reset coming <laughs> at some point, mm. and um, oh. you have to figure out how sustainable is that performance really. So, what are some good focuses for people to think about surrounding kind of that reset? So Gallup has identified five areas, which I really like. Okay. Um, people wow. say, oh, this sounds really similar to a wheel of life. And yeah, there's lots of constructs for this, right? Sure. Um, I like Gallup. Gallup um, says there's five areas in which we kind of live our life. There's career, which is liking what we do every day and being motivated to achieve our goals. Social, having supportive relationships and love in our life. Mm-hmm. Financial, our economic life that increases security and reduces stress. Our community, 
liking where you live. I'm going to say physically live, feeling safe and having pride in your community and physical, having good health and enough energy to get things done daily. And those are the five areas that I go through for goal setting and I focus on um, helping other people goal set when we're going through this practice. Yeah. So if I'm a, if I'm a business owner and I'm interested in helping my people set goals, how do I communicate those points to my people? I mean, why do I care about your physical well-being? Well, because some, when someone's sick, they're not working for you. <laughs> Pretty clear. But right. it, <laughs> but I'm just saying, in leadership, we know that this can be kind of a blind spot, that kind of thing that feels a little bit too personal. It's kind of outside. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why HR and legal has told us we can't talk about this stuff. I don't either. Right. Um, If you like as leaders, we need to we need to embrace the people around us as people who have social lives, who have financial issues, who have a community in which they live and have a physical well-being, not just their career. And um, those things all play in. If someone's. If someone's in debt, they're not going to work well. If someone doesn't have friends or or love in their life, they're not going to work well. If someone doesn't like where they live or they feel unsafe, they're probably going to move. And if they they can't physically work Mm. um, or if they're limited in some way, then they can't. And, I mean, people aren't quitting jobs for a couple grand more. They're quitting, they're mm-hmm. quitting jobs to get to the next level of life. They're quitting jobs for their flexibility. Um, they're, they're quitting jobs for the way that they feel uh, far more than um, just a little bit more money in their, their paycheck. Well, for sure. And I mean, earlier Gallup research showed, you know, kind of to the point of why should I as an owner care? People need to know that that the ownership, the leadership in, a, in an organization cares about more than what they do. They need to know that you care about who they are. Yeah, so, 100%. It's so, mm-hmm. so that plays right into what what you're talking about here, these priorities and why organizations should be looking at this. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've had success in my career um, paying people very much average wages at best. And making them feel amazing, and they're telling me best job ever. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, I know that you help people individually on this, but let's say somebody doesn't have the time or the resources to hire a one-on-one coach situation. What's available for them to tap into that might help them? Well, I think it's really important, Leslie. So um, I set up a free trial so that someone can go on to grow the bench. They can sign up with the um, monthly access pass. They can use the code goals and um, you can access uh, my goal setting course there as well as all the other courses for a whole month for free. Wow. That's awesome. So, wow. (laughs) What are the, when they're signing up, there's no, is there any commitment or obligation there? Uh, Everything we do on Grow the Bench is month to month. So if you like it, do nothing and you'll be charged after a month. If you Mm -hmm. use the month and, uh, zero dollars was your budget just shoot us an email and we'll cancel it at the end of the month for you wow so this sounds pretty risk-free great way to look forward to i mean here we are like i said this we're recording today to launch on the 6th or the 7th of june but if you're listening to this we're going to really encourage you to click back and check out girl the bench 
And if you haven't made the decision to do this, pull the trigger, do a, do a month for free and check out how easy this is to access and how important it is for your overall success. You can kind of do a reset with Neil, with Neil's information, and then maybe do some more later on. Thanks, Leslie. Yeah, you bet. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, again, this is the Weekly Short, and we will, we will be back again next week with Phil Harwood. Until then, have a great week and lots of success to you.